Just after 9 o'clock, good morning. This is Bernie Radio 103.9 FM. And coming up at 9.30 is the Sunny Melindra Show. But the inspirational hour begins now with God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. The following is sponsored by GodandOurDogs.com. And this is Bernie Radio. Hi, I'm Ashley Pfeiffer. And since 1916, Kendall County Abstract's goal is to be the premier title company in Kendall County. Kendall County Abstract provides real estate closing services and title insurance to both individuals and businesses. All work and research are done in-house. So when you have questions and want high-quality service, Kendall County Abstract is ready to help. Call 830-816-2131 or find us at kcac.net. Discover a new perspective. God and our dogs. Welcome to God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. Join us online at GodandOurDogs.com. Subscribe, share, and stay. Now here's your host, Meg Greer. Welcome to God and Our Dogs, where we discover a new perspective by relying on God the way our dogs rely on us. This is Meg Greer, your host. We will talk with people just like you about the lessons they've learned from their dogs about God. Thanks to the folks at Wheeler's Western Outfitters for a great spot to record our show. Greg Goss is our guest today on God and Our Dogs. Greg owns Ameris Construction, a commercial construction company, and splits his time between Phoenix and Comfort. I know Greg to be a no-nonsense guy in business and in life. He's successfully created a solid foundation with his dogs by using a no-nonsense approach. Despite Greg's no-nonsense exterior, he is quick to share his love for the Lord, especially with men's Bible studies and with young life groups through the years. Greg, welcome to God and Our Dogs. We are so happy that you're in here rather than in Phoenix. Wow. Thanks for the introduction. You betcha. It's all true. (laughs) Greg, you've had... Lots of dogs and basically your whole life since you were a kid. Am I remembering that right? I have. I think you mentioned that two of your most memorable dogs were Shadow and Griffin. So tell me first a little bit about Shadow. So Shadow was a pound puppy. He was uh, a mix between a Great Dane and a German Shepherd. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I can't really picture that in my mind. <laughs> well, he, Shadow's kind of hard to picture, but I, you, you have to kind of picture about a half-size German Shepherd that was elongated with ears about the size of a horse. <laughs> <laughs> so he was a very, very funny-looking dog, but he will go down in history to this point, at, at least at a minimum, as my favorite favorite dog he was uh he was the the greatest dog that uh i've ever owned and i've ever seen anybody else own he was a good dog yeah what made him so good so shadow was he was like i said he was a pound puppy but he was the smartest dog we have ever had and he was so obedient he was such a good mannered dog and he would do anything it was almost like he could read our minds he would do what we asked him to do before we'd even do it he just knew he just knew what 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 we wanted. He was a great companion. He spent a lot of time with us. He went everywhere. That that dog would ride in the back of the pickup truck with us. We, we would go anywhere we would go, he would go. And he'd just be in the back of the truck. He'd never move. He never got out. He always stayed exactly where he needed to be. 
anybody wanted to pet him, they'd walk up to the side of the truck. He'd move to the other side to just stay away. He was very aloof. He just kept to himself. He was not mean at all. He wouldn't bite anybody, but um, he was just, he always knew where he needed to be and what he needed to do. Now, you mentioned he even went to college with you? Yeah, so I graduated from Northern Arizona University, and I used to ride a bike to school every morning. I would go to class, and I had a, I, I, I fastened a milk crate to the back of my bike as a basket, and that dog would sit in the back of that bike, and he would go everywhere I would go. And when I would take a turn and I'd lean, he'd lean with me. His, and he, uh, his ears, everybody would laugh because you, you got a picture of this guy riding this bike and this dog with these ears that looked like a mule sticking out one side or the other so he could see where we were going the whole time. And when I'd get to class, I'd chain my bike up and he would jump out and he'd lay right down by the bike. I could be gone for hours and he would sit right there. I'd never chained him up. He just stayed right there. It was unbelievable. He was, a, he was an unbelievable dog, fantastic dog. Did you have to train him a lot to do that? Yes, we we believe that it is the best thing to do with a dog to, to make sure that they are obedient, not just for our sake and our lifestyle, but theirs as well. Um, so we, one thing, and, I'm, and I can't take a lot of credit for this. I have to give a lot of credit to my wife on this. She is the dog trainer and she is very consistent. She's uh, very intentional. And she does. She takes a ton of time with obedience. And I don't, we've had multiple dogs, as you mentioned, and I don't know that I've ever seen a dog, a puppy that we've ever had that would go past a week with potty training with my wife. You know, she's just, she's unbelievable with dogs. Mm -hmm. But some dogs are better than others when it comes to training. And he just took very well. He just, he was, he was a fantastic dog. Uh huh. Well, tell us about your other most memorable dog, Griffin. Yeah. So Griffin was equally as, uh, a funny looking of a dog. He was, so Griffin was a a German wire haired pointer and Stephanie and I uh, actually did a ton of research on that breed before we, before we actually bought it. And we found Griffin, we were in Phoenix at the time and we actually found a breeder out of Idaho that uh, we purchased Griffin through and actually uh, air transported him down to Phoenix from Idaho. It was, it was quite of an interesting deal. Griffin was a German wire hair pointer, which is a breed between a German short hair pointer and a, a dog called a Griffon. And they have very wiry, long hair. And so they look really funny when, when you look at them. They're a funny looking breed. Um, so Gr- uh, Griffin was my second most me- memorable d- uh, dog that I've ever owned because he was a, uh, he was his own dog. I've never seen anyone like any, any other dog like him before or since. So he was a he was a character for sure. Yeah. So, so you did a lot of research. Why did you choose that particular breed? Yeah, that's a great question. So we had young fam. We had young kids at the time, and uh, we wanted a dog that I could use to hunt with, and that had we, we we wanted a dog that had a lot of energy. I did because I wanted to be able to go out in the field for you know extended periods of time, but we also wanted a good family pet. And so with the young kids, we wanted to have a dog that was a loyal dog that was a good family dog. Um, and so with that breed, they're a German breed. And so as a lot of German breeds are, they're very strong, very strong tempered. They have a very strong temperament, I should say, and they are. Um, they're very protective and they're also very loyal. And so that was the kind of the impetus behind why we decided that we wanted to um, 
have that particular dog. It was because they were a great family pet, and he he proved to be that very thing. He was a he was a great family pet until the day he passed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So you mentioned that they had a lot. He had a lot of energy in that breed. So how do you blend that? kind of energy into your family it's a great question so what i I told you before that we very much want to make sure that we have very uh well-mannered dogs and so so with griffin as with any high strung bred high you know very purebred animals that are built to work that dog was the most athletic dog i'd ever seen and to try to depart obedience to him when he had not been exercised was an act of futility <laughs> we used to say my wife stephanie i used to say you know griff's got crack eyes right he just was like wired and just going nuts and he just he was he looked like he was going to jump out of his skin and so we determined very early on he was literally a puppy. I mean, he was, yeah, man, he would have been three, four, or five months old. Um, but certainly when he got to a year old, what we would do is he was, he was truck, we, his truck broke. We'd, we'd put him in the back of the pickup truck. And like I said, we lived in Phoenix. So we were on the outskirts and we would very easily get out to the desert. So what we'd do, my wife and I had a routine. We'd get up before sun, sunrise. We'd go to Starbucks, grab our coffee. Griff was in the back of the truck, and we'd drive out to the desert. I would get out there to the, t- to the desert. I'd, I'd hop out of the pickup truck when we got to the road, and uh, there's Griff standing at attention at the back of that truck waiting for me to open that tailgate, and he was very obedient. Even at that point, he would never jump out. I never dropped the tailgate, and he'd just jump out. That we, we, did, we trained him not to do that. He would stand at attention until I physically would grab his collar and let him know he was good to get out. A dog would jump out and he would take his position in the front of the truck about 15 feet ahead of us. And when I got back in the truck, put it in drive, he would proceed to run in front of that truck. And he ran and he ran and he ran. And that dog, depending on the the actual temperature, we, we never exercised him in the heat of the summer. We it was If we did, it was very early in the morning when we'd have a... A decent morning but in this in the winter times if the temperature was under 40 degrees griffin would run 20 miles an hour at a very constant pace and he would run for 10 miles at a time wow and and he was so so good at what he did when we would encounter a fork in the road in the middle of the desert he would stop running he'd turn around and he would stand sit at a, he would actually sit down he'd sit at attention and he would actually wait until I would motion, hand signal him through the window whether he was to go right or to left, to the left. And as soon as I did that, he'd take off and we'd follow him. That we followed him the rest of the way. Wow, that he was a great dog. Amazing. Yeah, he was. A, he was a pretty amazing. Yeah. He was a pretty amazing dog. Yeah, for sure. Well, we're here with Greg Goss here on God and Our Dogs talking about Griffin, and boy, there are just so many things that come to mind. You know, where God is in all of this. I wonder how many times. When we reach a fork in a road that we actually sit and wait for the signal on mm. which fork to take. That's a great question. Yeah. Well, um, as I said, we're here with Greg Goss on God and Our Dogs. And um, I'd like to break for just a moment and tell you, Greg, and the rest of our listeners about one of our fabulous sponsors. Godandourdogs.com Kendall County Abstract has been our family's title company for 60 years. 
Whether a simple or complex transaction, Kendall County Abstract provided our family and our businesses the best service in both real estate closing and title insurance. Kendall County Abstract will do the same for you. When you need a title company, Ashley and the Kendall County Abstract team are there to serve. So call 830-816-2131 or visit online at kcac.net. That's Kendall County Abstract, kcac.net. This is Meg Greer, and you are joining us for God and Our Dogs. You know, we've got some great sponsors here on God and Our Dogs. Wheelers, Western Outfitters, Cibolo Family Medicine, Kendall County Abstract, the Rivers Team with Phillips Browning, and the Cibolo Creek Vet Hospital. Because of them, we get to give one of our lucky listeners a treat each month. This month, it's a $100 Amazon gift card. So if you want to win, go to our website, godandourdogs.com, to enter. The winner will be announced there at the end of each month. So go to godandourdogs.com to enter and to win that $100 Amazon gift card treat. This is Ashley, and this is God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer here on Bernie Radio 103.9 FM. Well, this is Meg Greer, your host, and I'm back um, on God and Our Dogs with Greg Goss today. And before we broke, you were telling us about Griffin and uh, your German, I guess it's a wired con- hair. Wired hair. Yeah, I was going to say hair, short pointer. haired nope. pointer and exercising in the desert. I can't even imagine a dog running at 20 miles an hour for 10 miles. That is amazing. It, it was amazing. And he, he had so much power in his gait. He would run out ahead of that pickup truck, and I would actually have to. And I listen, I was in an F 350, it had a lift on it. Like we were, it wasn't, you know, low to the ground. And I stayed back about 25 to 30 feet because his rear paws, he would have, you know, little rocks that were about a half inch size, you know, get caught between his pads. And he'd literally flip them back at the truck. And he actually put a chip in my windshield one day. And I said, oh, that's the, that's the last that's ever going to happen. I, you know, I had to stay back farther. So I literally wow. would just, I, yeah, I just had to back off of him and let him go, you yeah. know, so. Yeah. Well, you know, you were talking about him and all the work that you and your wife did to uh, help him be obedient, as well as Shadow and your other dogs, and it must have worked because if a dog is willing to stop at a fork in the road, like you talked before the break, and wait for you to tell him which way to go, um, obviously you were, he considered you the alpha in the pack. Right. So how does that relate to our relationship with God, having an alpha. Meg, we talked earlier, we talked prior to this earlier in the week. I am a firm believer that, you know, dogs are there. The training comes through their understanding and their social order. We discussed that a little bit. And in each pack, there is an alpha. And the alpha really is the one that kind of lays down the, the, the law as it relates to the the orders and the and the obedience and, and what the expectation is. So as a dog owner, I firmly believe that the owner needs to be the alpha. And, and like I said, it's not a lording over type of a situation. It's really more of a, a, a circumstance where it creates order in in the family unit or the social unit in that in that pack, even if it's just one dog. 
and they're more comfortable. They're they're happier. They're more well adjusted. They they operate um, more freely, easily. They get to be the breed that they've been bred to be. And I and I think that really coincides exactly with um, you know who we are before our Lord, right? And God, we if we don't understand, if we believe that we are our highest order and that, you know, we are our, you know, our highest, um, authority in and of ourself, we're asking ourselves, we're just asking for, for a disaster in my mind. And I, and I think as we look at it society, I think it's really easy to see what I'm talking about. Like, you know, there's this mentality that, you know, I am, and there are no others, you know? And so, so we have walked away from the fact that, you know, our Lord and savior is our highest order. And, Every, he, he has given us our life, our breath, you know, we've been created for him, by him, and all things are to him. And, and if we forget that, we, we create a situation where we get into chaos. And yeah. we're, we're out of order. We're out of, we're, you know, life's not what it needs to be. God knows where we need to be, how we need to be. We, he, God has, this is kind of a, a rough analogy, but God's bred us all for a certain thing. He's given us a bunch of giftings. He's all, he's given us a bunch of things that we innately want to be able to do in his service. And when we take ourselves out of his order and his, and his ability to teach us, when we get into that proverbial fork in the road, as you brought up, and we don't look back to get a hand signal from him or any kind of a signal from him, and we just start running off through the desert, we're going to end up in cactus and we're going to end up jumping over a cliff. We're going to, you know, I mean, whatever that looks like yeah. in our own lives. And yeah. we see that every day. We're here with Greg Goss on God and Our Dogs. And we're talking about the importance of an alpha in the order in the family pack, so to speak, of your home with your dog and how that applies with our relationship with, with God. So how do you see things developing is there a, an exact comparison or is there a contrast, uh, humans and, and dogs and humans and God? Is it exact or do we have a little bit different way that we look at God as the alpha? <laughs> we talked about this earlier. I told you I see contrast more than I see the correlation. I mean, I, I get the correlation, but the, dogs, animals, are they are trained through, first of all, they're largely instinctual. And they are trained through positive and re- negative reinforcement. And to some extent, we are as well, right? But with us, we, we have a soul. We understand. We have a spirit. We understand that, you know, our Lord and Savior, we're tied to him at a different level. And we don't operate out of compulsion because we're afraid that the Lord, the, our God, is going to give us a negative reinforcement or we're going to get, if we step out of line, we're going to get smacked. And, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting because there's, there's a lot of Christians that actually operate in that premise. And, and I think in my own personal walk and what I've read in the Word, that's not true. Everything that I see from the Lord that gets handed down is is always loving. It's always merciful. Uh, there's a verse that says that it's God's goodness that draws men to repentance, right? Right, exactly. And so what I see every time that I've ever been, l- let me say, disciplined by the Lord and I say disciplined in the true sense of the word, you, it, there's a difference between discipline and punishment. And discipline is training yourself up in a way that he would have you go or he will allow you to do that. But every time I have received discipline in the Lord, it has always been merciful. <laughs> He's always been gracious to me. 
and he's always been loving. And so that's that's the so that's the difference. It's really me wanting to because my Lord has sacrificed so much, and He's so good to me, and He's so loving. That's I don't want to call it a compassion. It's a desire to want to serve Him in the way I know He wants me to serve Him on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. It's more of a response. It's an absolute response, and you know, it, it's also understanding my positional reality with my Lord. Um, you know, we, as we are Christians because of our position, not because of our performance, period, right. end of report. Right. And, and I think that the, and I'm, I gotta want to be careful about how I say this, but I think largely the, the church, the, the big church, right? The, the, across the, the nation, I think a lot of people fall into that trap because of their conditioning from how we've been raised, right? If we do something wrong, we, we, we end up getting smacked, we get punished, we get, we, you know, we end up, that's not the way the Lord operates, but we, we sometimes we, we, we picture the Lord, our heavenly father, as we do our earthly fathers. And, and a lot of times I think that trips us up with respect to the way we need to see our positional reality with our heavenly Lord and savior, our father. The world operates in a different way than God's kingdom does, doesn't it? hundred percent. I think the nexus of that is because we are concerned. We are our highest. We personally ourselves in and of ourselves are our highest order in our society, in our culture. That's what we see. That's why Facebook's so big. That's why Instagram's so big. And I'm not, I'm not knocking on that, but it's a, we tend to idolize ourselves and then other people around us without taking into perspective what, what, what God has in store. He, again, he's, He's the, he is the one that created us. He knows best what we should be doing within the bounds and the order that he's created for us in that structure. Yeah, well, we're with Greg Goss on God and Our Dogs. Just as a final thought, we've had some pretty deep conversation today about what direction we go in, who we're actually following uh, as far as taking our lead. What would be the one thing you'd want people to take away from your experiences today? I think the, the biggest takeaway here is to understand, it, you know, it's just like you're training a dog. You, you get to the place in the, the process, and it is a process, it's not an event, where you have an expectation of what your dog is going to do, and your dog has an expectation of what you're going to do based on, you know, what you want and what they do. And I think that we we need to, just like you pointed out earlier, we need to continue to take as believers we need to take our direction from our Lord and Savior, our alpha dog. Um, and when we operate taking that direction, he leads us to our best life, whatever that life might be. And that doesn't necessarily always mean that it's a life that's free of entanglements or we're not going to have struggles. He's never, he's never said that. Joy is not happiness. Joy is, is having... Um, Joy is having a understanding in the midst of our troubles that we are okay, that God has us right where he wants us to be and that he's going to direct our paths. You know, trust right. trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not in your own understanding, in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. Right. So, Greg, thank you so much for being with us today. Uh, when I made your introduction, I said that you have been very involved in many men's Bible studies, but especially with Young Life through the years. Why is Young Life so important? I, I, young Life to me is a organization that operates the way Jesus did. They are 
at the core root of what they do, they're relational. They earn the right and the respect of young kids to be heard because they go above and beyond to take the time to live life with these kids, which gives them the right to be, to earn, earn the right with these kids to be heard. And so when you're picking a kid up to go to school every day because, you know, he's having a hard family life or whatever that is, or, you know, you're, you, you, you give the kid five bucks cause you know, he doesn't have the money to get lunch that day, what, whatever that is. And, and, and I could name millions of different things like that, that these young life leaders do for these kids every day, they are in the right to be heard. And then they just showed the love of the father to these kids through that action. And, and, and that leads them again, it goes back to the same thing I said, which was, it's the goodness of God that draws men to repentance. And, and I think young life is, is a, is a really good depiction of what that is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, Greg, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you joining us today. Uh, this is Meg Greer. I've been with Greg Goss today on God and Our Dogs. And I want to tell all of you out there how much I appreciate you being with us today and for listening. And you can listen again on your favorite podcast site. As our time ends today, I have a thought to ponder. We heard about a hard-charging dog, gifted runner, and great hunting companion. He didn't become a good companion overnight. A clear mind training time, and consistency produced an obedient dog confident of his owner's expectations. I see three factors critical to Griffin's growing confidence. A clear mind, free of distractions, plenty of time with his owner, and consistent training. When I'm lacking confidence in following God's call, what's missing? So here's the thought to ponder. Will I have the discipline to seek a clear and distraction-free mind? To spend time in study and prayer, and to be consistent, so I can be confident in following God's lead in my life. Let me know what you think after pondering. Email stories at godnardogs.com. Please join me next Saturday on Bernie Radio 103.9 FM, BernieRadio.com, or on the Bernie Radio app for God and Our Dogs for some new perspective on relying on God the way our dogs rely on us. Discover a new perspective. God and our dogs. God and our dogs.com. Hi, I'm Ashley Pfeiffer, and since 1916, Kendall County Abstract's goal is to be the premier title company in Kendall County. Kendall County Abstract provides real estate closing services and title insurance to both individuals and businesses. All work and research are done in-house. So when you have questions and want high-quality service, Kendall County Abstract is ready to help. Call 830-816-2131 or find us at kcac.net.